When I became involved with Indian movements and Indian struggle, I knew what I was facing. Because the problems that the Indian people were facing, I knew them when I was a boy. My elders <coughs> told me of my tribe's prophecies, the traditions of my people, I learned from them. <clears throat> when I was placed in school, boarding school, <clears throat> my uncles and my elder people did not care for me to go to school. So I was never encouraged to go to school on to school. And because their thoughts was always that once I get the white man's education, I will work against the Indian people. And this was some of the bad experience that my people went through. Turning Indians against Indians has been an old tactics of the government. So my people didn't care for me to go to school, but I went on through grade school. They wanted me to know my Indian way of life. And they wanted me to know and study the herbs and medicine ways of our people. <clears throat> Through education, they believed that I would no longer come back home as an Indian. What I learned from them I waited for many years to see what was going to happen. Knowing prophecies, knowing my language, my ceremonies, my medicine ways, not having enough white man's education, I suffered many years because time came that I had my own family. Seeking jobs, I was never able to find an easy job. My jobs has always been construction, hard, back-breaking jobs. Standing beside the roadside, I saw my own people driving by in nice cars, having nice homes. And I wondered, 
Was it wrong? Because I didn't finish school. I'm saying this because many of you are students. <clears throat> I wondered, should I have went on and finished school? Did I make a mistake by coming back home? Then one day, I, I came down with my health. I was too proud to ask for state welfare or ask anybody for help. But I, I didn't know what I was going to do because of my family. <clears throat> and about this time, the Indian awareness was coming about. And this is when I begin to work. And then I begin to look back at the teachings of my elders. I begin to think about the prophecies that I heard when I was a little boy. <clears throat> In my day and time, I never realized that I would live to see this fulfilled. Looking all around, it looked like it was hopeless to continue that way of life. When my Indian people were no longer acting like Indians and they were no longer thinking like Indians, I refused to go to any organizations within my own tribe or any other tribe. I refused to accept any government programs because none of the programs would bring my children home. None of them would ever make them me more Indian, but it would take all the Indianness out of me. <clears throat> so I closed my doors and only looked after my family and my children. But time came when the young people began to knock on my doors. According to the Muscogee prophecies, I heard the cry of the red man. I heard the voices of my people. And this is when I begin to work with the young Indian people. <clears throat> this is when I got acquainted with other tribes. All I knew was my own tribe, in my own language, in my own ways. I never knew any other tribes. It has not been no more than 20 years ago, perhaps not even 15 years ago, that I began to get acquainted with other tribes. When these young people talked to me about their problems, when they told me about the reservation life, they didn't have to tell me that day after day I knew what they were talking about because I have went through it all. 
So I got up and started working with these people. Ever since then, I have been on the road. Wherever I can reach my people, I want to be there to encourage them to go on as Indian people. <clears throat> the miserable life that our people have went through was planned by a government or was planned by a non-Indian. Our lives were controlled. We were told almost daily what to do because we were under the Bureau of Indian Affairs. And I understood this. When I seen the courage of our young people, many of them were coming out from foster homes. Many of these young people were coming out from urban areas. A lot of them had forgotten their language. A lot of them didn't know anything about their ceremonies. <clears throat> Many of them were raised up by non-Indian people. They knew nothing of their tribe. Some of them did not even know what tribe they come from. But they knew that they had a different color. When I heard the cry of the young generation, I looked back and I listened again to my elders. This is when I begin to stand up with these young people and to work with them. I made a commitment 